Hello, everyone, and in today's episode, I'm joined with Harry, and Harry is going to be talking about his um his autism, and Harry's also going to be talking about his role with the Mike School Council, and the and he's going to explain a little bit about the Mike School Council Football Club and what the role what his role with that is and his um, massive involvement. So, thank you, Harry, for joining me today. Pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, um, just to start off with, um, if you wouldn't mind, um, like just talking about like your autism to start off with. Of course. Um, I was diagnosed with autism when I was five and, um, what people, I was, my parents were told that I displayed autistic tendencies when I was three because Mm -hmm. I used to have a lot of meltdowns, um, sometimes violent outbursts, you know, and, Mm -hmm. I couldn't really talk until I was six. I couldn't really communicate. So I was diagnosed at six and um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, because it is quite young, isn't it, like to get diagnosed with, um, with autism? It is quite young. Um, I think because I, I think services were really good back then um, with diagnosis. You had a lot more services to get diagnosis, but nowadays you have to jump through a lot of hoops, I've heard. Definitely, yeah. get one. Yeah, because um, I, like I, I remember when I got diagnosed. I think I was nine years old. Um, like um, my, my family like paid to get um a diagnosis for it, like uh, to get seen, and um, like I got diagnosed with autism at nine. So it's all it's, it's all a bit like harder, I think, like to get diagnosed now. Yeah, definitely a lot more. Like you say, um, a lot more people are having to pay because the waiting list is so big. Yeah. Um, yeah. my sister's got autism, and um. She, I think she got diagnosed at about the same time, about six. But that's due to like loads of fighting, and it was we were lucky she got diagnosed when she did because there was like a gap in the waiting list, and she could be have an emergency ADOS. Yeah, so it was. So it is a big process. It is a very big process, like especially like especially the fighting to get into like um special schools with like um people with autism and then like special education needs like, like like yourself and like um like, like with marketfield like a, a a special needs school with like l- lots of um people there who are it, it, the good thing i think about that school is like they're everyone's different and it, um you can there's like people with um high, high um functional and, and low functional and i think with that school there's lots of lovely people there but like um what when did you like first start there was that when you like was young as well I should have been there when I was young but um my mum had a probably seven year battle because you have to back then they weren't EHCPs they were called Mm -hmm. statements and um (laughs) got an EHCP now because they changed (laughs) over but (laughs) but but um yeah um we had statements back then but as you probably know, you have to name, once you've got an, a statement, you've got to name the school that yeah. you want to attend. Yeah. My mum had a seven-year battle. So six until I w- was probably 11, 10, 10. So it was like seven, six years. I um, battled with the local authority to get them to name market fields on my statement. They kept wanting to send me to Kinswood Ho, but yeah. I had been there for a visit. And it wasn't the right school. Definitely. Yeah. So, for my needs, um, I have a lot of. At the time, I had a lot of sensory seeking needs because I've also got sensory processing disorder. Yeah. So 
I have to sensory seek quite a bit. Um, but no, seven-year battle to get into Marketfields. I eventually got into Marketfields when I was 11. Yeah. So it was a big fight That's to get there. Definitely a, v- a very big fight. Like, um, like, like, um, because, um, like, like before then, would you say, like, well, where were you like before, like a, like a, a, a um, like another, another school? I was at a mainstream school for a month, I'd say. Um, for a <laughs> month, I was at a mainstream school until my mum pulled me out because I think there was obviously sometimes we have a very big lack of understanding in schools. Yeah. Um, but it was even worse back then. It was, <laughs> I literally had a teacher. I, I zone out quite a bit, but that's when I'm in sensory overload. Yeah. So I can get really overloaded and to the point I just mm-hmm. stare into space. So, so I did that. And then the teacher literally was shouting in my face because she was frustrated that she couldn't get through to me. And was like, Harry, get your coat. Oh, that, that, and they I... wouldn't give me the support I needed. They were trying to share LSAs when I needed one-to-one support. So it really wasn't the right place for me mainstream education yeah like i I can i can fully understand that like mainstream isn't the um like a like for me and like before i i did go to market field in the end it of course as you say there's a lot of fighting a lot of work to do before you can actually get there but what happened was for me i went to the gilbert um for for a year um throughout year seven it was a horrible year for me because um i wasn't in the right classes um they had a year the head year was saying, um, "You've uh, you're doing right. You're doing you're doing really good. You're doing fine." When I, I wasn't, like um, like with my autism, especially when I was in my younger years, like um, year seven, year eight, uh, w- one of them was like um, asking for help was a big one for me. I I I couldn't like um, I I wouldn't ask for help because I probably I was embarrassed embarrassed what other people would think if they knew what they were doing and I didn't. So. That weren't mm. the best, really. I find I find with with that with mainstream schools, they always say, "Well, you've got to ask for help. You've got to ask for help." But really, the teachers and NSAs they should give you the support you need for one, and then you'd feel confident in asking for help because you'd have maybe a one-to-one support, which helps a lot of autistic people. It certainly helped me in my college years. Um, having one-to-one support, um, having the right support, the teacher, you know taking care of you a little bit um showing some understanding if you had the right teacher to sort of say you can ask me anything you'd be all right to do that definitely yeah you'd be all right to put your hand out and go i'm really struggling with this but at times we just can't it's like a blockage that we can't say it it's it's like oh if i say that that they're judging me it's it's about environments i think for autistic people yeah about the right environments Definitely, yeah, because like, uh, like myself, I am a bit sensory in a way where I don't like loud and um, play. I don't like going in crowds, um, like um, closed spaces, anything like that, and like um, like noises uh, as well get to me as well. Like especially in, uh, even just little things like um, um, like maybe you're you're someone you're in dinner with someone and they're scratching their plate quite a lot, and it, and that just, just irritates me. Oh, it does. I, I have a thing where I don't like the noise of loud chewing. Yeah. So so that can really, really play me up. Mm. But I remember I used to have to sit outside in school because, and eat my lunch because I couldn't stand the way some people ate. 
Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people do like, um, I know like uh, they loud you can hear every single mouthful. Some people don't, don't like close their mouth, do they? Where that, yeah. that can be quite uh, not nice. Yeah, can't be, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so some from going to Marketfield School, like uh, onwards, how would you feel like it was um, from going there? Well, my, I think it was all about the confidence in the right environment. As soon as I went to Marketfield, my confidence shot up to here, yeah. you know, and at times I would ha- have low points, but the majority of times I always felt sort of nurtured and... Um, looked after the market field so I, I did always feel like there'd always be someone to look after me do you know what I mean yeah you always felt definitely. safe yeah because it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good school like uh like you I, I did look around Kingswood High beforehand um before I actually went look around market field because um so uh, like I, I thought market field was the, the the better option for me and I, I looked around the classes and you know, they're all really nice and welcoming when I when I came but um yeah it like as you say like it it, it gives you more confidence like especially when teachers um ask how you are rather than like you like like now like I was there a few years I would ask um a teacher for help because I was more confident to do that but at the start I, I wasn't I wasn't overly confident but I progressed yeah it's all about progression with Mark Fields isn't it it's all about Oh, if you're good at something, we will encourage you to do that. Like I was good at football, so they'd encourage me constantly to do that. So it's all about building you up at Marketfields, and I like that. Definitely, it, it, it's a. It, it, I I enjoyed my time there, but uh, yeah, it, 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 I thought um, like especially with like people who have um special needs that um who who need that the help that they get and and they do get that help, which is I think is amazing, and. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, um, like we we'll move on to like the multi-school council, um, now, like, um, l- um, like, like, um, I think you've been um, like, with them like a couple of years, haven't you? I have, yeah, yeah. I, I was involved when I was in school a little bit, but yeah, I'm officially an ambassador for a couple of years now. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, uh, like, like, um, like, like with the multi-school council. What do you say, like your like um roles? Because we all have our different roles that we have, and what, what, what do you say yours are? I'd say one of my roles is definitely raising awareness for um disabled sports, um, and you know that are yeah, and foot football coaching is one of them with the multi school mm-hmm. football club, and also public. I do a bit of public speaking as well, so I think they're sort of my roles. Yeah. Like um, like it, like it. If you was going to explain about the Michael Council to someone maybe who have never heard of it, like, what what would you like say to them, like to let them know about it? Uh, the Michael Council is an organisation that um that likes to change perceptions of people with special educational needs, likes to break down perceptions as well. You know, it's. It's doing what we can to make sure that people with um, special educational needs get get the understanding that they need, and we can sometimes the most schools council sometimes goes into schools and raises awareness. They um join up with other schools so the schools can 
learn more about special educational needs. Yeah. So that's what it is really. Multi Schools Council is trying to improve the understanding of people with special educational needs all across the country. Definitely, yeah. Because it, uh, it, it's, it's getting it's getting like um like a, it's getting more noticed now. I think the Multi School Council because it's going to more schools across Essex and I think that and think they're going to be thinking about coming out of Essex as well so that's even better yeah it needs the whole country um you know I can't speak for everyone but the whole country there does need to be more understanding for people with yeah. special education needs and that's why it's so great that we have something like this definitely definitely like it even like um even like uh, it's good to boost people's confidence with um with the motorcycle council like um like the, like the children the kids but it, it, yeah. it, even like the adults need a little bit more understanding don't you think definitely um like i think you know kids have a very tough time in education but i think autistic adults have a really bad experience when they leave school and leave education they think yeah. well the next step's employment but it's very hard to get hired by anyone yeah. It, if you put, uh, I've put, um, I applied for a job in um, a co-op in Brighton C. I put autism on my application. Never yeah. even heard back from them. Yeah. It, you it, know. It, yeah. It, 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 it's 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 a very like upsetting like um thing like um like a like um like like the like the information about like or autistic people not getting as as much like work or like even like getting paid work um that. Um, people without autism is which um which really um it's 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 very upsetting it is very upsetting i think that i certainly struggled i'm on um i'm on esa because i can't work um due to anxiety due to so- social anxiety that comes with autism and um i mean if i if i could could i would but there isn't many opportunities out there for people with special educational needs I find like you can look everywhere for something and you think well it doesn't cater to my needs yeah. and and you, you think well I'd find that hard it's almost like I, I mean it's a bit outspoken it's almost like the world expects you to be normal definitely yeah but, but actually the world needs to change its view and be more welcoming to people that are different yeah definitely like well like in a way that like we all have our different needs um that uh like um like especially with autism it's um like a, I was actually quite surprised actually when i did some work experience um like um like i stopped now but like it it progressed onto work experience because they liked me there but um what happened was um when i first went there um uh i had to explain my crohn's and um autism and I, I did ask. Um, I, I would understand about Crohn's because, um, um, of course, um, I would expect not many people to know about that. But um, even though there's lots of people in the world that have it, but with autism, I explained. I asked them, um, have, "Do you know what autism is?" And it was, it was quite surprising that none of them in the room. It was a whole meeting room. None of them have heard of autism before, and I was quite surprised by that. So I had to explain like my my autism needs. I I might need a little bit more support, like um, more help than than um than other people at the workplace don't need much help with. So um, mm. it was quite surprising to see not many people heard of autism. 
it's it's very surprising that that's why we have the we have the multi schools council. You know, it's just, yeah. we need we need like I say, we need the world to change it to open its mind to there are loads of people different. You know, there's yeah. people like oh, autism. There's people that have cerebral palsy. There's people that are you know paraplegic. There's, there's people with all sorts of things, and you know, you know the word normal. It mm. it's the setting on a washing machine. Yeah. There is no such thing as normal. Everyone's different. So let's just open our minds. Let's open our minds and realize we have got to support people. Definitely, yeah. Because, like, as you say, no one's normal. Yeah. Like, we've all got different ways. Like, um, like the way we want to be. Like, uh, like I know, like, um, like, a, the thing with autism, everyone is different. Like, um, like, um, someone might like something a certain way, um, or or something like that. So it is just how the person is. Yeah, the world will be a much better place when everyone just learns to have some understanding definitely yeah definitely yeah so um like um like a like, like with your autism harry like um like a, because it's very like invisible where not many people notice it um like uh would you say like um like with yourself like um if you like to met another person who um like that, that they wouldn't notice that you had autism because they might think you just like look or um like like a normal person without like having autism yeah you get a lot of people i think a lot of autistic people get this where they go well, well you don't look autistic to me and it's yeah. like well what does autism look like yeah. you know it is an invisible disability but i always say this autism is just as is just as you know an impairment as having cerebral palsy yeah. uh, you know being a paraplegic because okay we haven't we are we haven't got the same sort of disability they have but socially and and so and all the comorbid disorders that center around autism we are as affected as them you know we're all this we've all got something that affect, affects us and autism it's just as affects us just as much as you know any disability definitely yeah because like um like i know um like maybe um like like new people getting diagnosed with autism that they might think oh no um uh, it's um uh, uh what is it is it like an ill is it like an illness or something but it's um and like there might, some people might be ashamed having autism um because um like you might not be able to do some things a certain way you might have to you might you have, might have, it might be in your head to put um like um to do certain things in certain orders but i think um it, it's it, it, the good thing about the my school council is raising awareness of their autism and like helping other people who maybe get just newly to autism and and help them through it yeah definitely um i'd say you know people that are a bit you know that, that feel a bit oh i'm autistic or oh it's honestly i am so proud to be autistic it, it's unreal you should always just be proud because all the best people that 
autistic. I watched the documentary once about autism, and most of the people that build Xboxes are autistic. <laughs> and autism has got a thing where you have high, where you have a hyperfixation on things. Yeah. So if you really like a certain subject, you will know everything about it. Yeah. With me, it's football. I hyperfixate on football. So <laughs> yeah. I make sure I know everything about it. Um, my sister, she hyperfixates on multiple things. You know, <laughs> yeah. but she's very, but she's very intelligent. Albert Einstein was autistic. You know, there's loads of autistic people. Lionel Messi's autistic. Yeah. You know, I could. So it depends how many fingers I've got, but you can, you can even Google it. And how many great people that have been proven that they have autistic tendencies or that they even have autism it's unreal so i'd just say embrace it and be proud because it's like a superpower it's like um it's like when um in marvel movies when the x-men find each other they're all different they're all mutants but they have a superpower that's what autism is it's having a superpower Definitely, that that's some really good things there, Harry. Because there there are you should you should like embrace it. You should like um and like just be happy for having autism because it may make you different, but you're still the same person that you that you used to be, or you still are. Exactly, exactly. Definitely. Um. So just moving on to like um like the the mighty school council um football club if it, because you said you want to talk about that and if, yeah. if you just like to talk about it and like maybe explain a little bit about it yeah um the mighty school football club was um set up to um be a grassroots disability football club for all impairments um but what we really like what we really like to do is create opportunities is create the opportunities to enjoy football for people with special educational needs and all disabilities, everyone's welcome. And what, you know, that, that's what we like to do, really. We want kids to enjoy their football and they, we want kids to have fun. And, mm. you know, we don't care. We have kids sometimes that, you know, they just, they just like to run around the field for half an hour. Mm. They don't kick a ball for the whole time, but they can go and do that. They're still mm. doing something. Do you know what I mean? It's, Definitely. We just want kids to come and enjoy themselves, no matter what they're doing. Because, mm. like, 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 as you say, like, um, like the, the good thing about the Mighty School Council Football Club is that, like, um, that there's a lot of acceptance there, like, an understanding with uh, like each person's needs. Like, as you say, like a person running around the field, uh, like, uh, enjoying themselves is just, uh, just a good thing, even if they come just to do that. If they've got a smile on on their face we're always happy at the end of the day if that you know if they come and they don't like it it's fine it, it's obviously not the place for them but but if they come no matter what they're doing they can be you know sensory seeking somewhere you know if it gets a bit too much they can always have a little rest on the sidelines and have a bit sensory seeking you know we always we always say if they've got a smile on their face, they're enjoying themselves. We're really happy, and that's all we do it for. Definitely, yeah. That's the whole point. Just to make it like every person happy about going, and just like that, so they enjoy themselves. Yeah, definitely. When I was growing up, you know, I 
that you know I went to some mainstream clubs and there was a, a lack of understanding there for autism because yeah it was a bit of a lack of understanding I used to have to sensory seek on the sidelines like some of the kids we have mm. here but when I went to market fields like I got built up again to you know play football at the at the highest I could go you know and get get really good eventually and you know I'm going to have some amazing opportunities but it's about the right environment to get the best out of a out of a player with SCN and you know special educational needs it's about it's always about the right environment for them and whether they're enjoying their football because if you're not enjoying your football you're not really going to want to play it, are you? No, no you're not. You're not. But like, 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 like I said, like, like, like with Market Field, like especially, like, um, going playing for for like the Market School Council team, football team, which was a probably amazing boost for, for some, like going from mainstream school, like joining Market Field. They've never played in a team before. Like I would say, because there was a, a like when I was at the Gilbert, there was um a football club team where. Like I couldn't, I wasn't able to go, and because, of course, I wasn't getting noticed or anything like that, and I was probably my confidence was low. But going to Market Field, playing in that football team, and of course going to the tournaments was that was probably a, a really good experience. It was a really good experience, and I think you you can always say because I've played in teams with you because yeah. I was a couple of years older than you. <laughs> um, I'd say like we. Like the environment we had to just go out there and enjoy ourselves. That's what we. That's what we like to, you know, create in the multi schools football club. We we want them to just go out there and enjoy yourself at your fullest. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. As long as you go out there, you play brilliant football, and you go out there and enjoy yourself. That's all that matters, really. And that's all that matters for kids. That's all they want is just for a coach to say, "Go out there and enjoy yourself." There's no pressure. Definitely, yeah, because there are some wonderful people who do go to um um the the, the Mario School Council Football Club, like with lots of um, like I've seen like lots of uh, a couple of new coaches have joined the joined the team, and they've got yeah. like former um like like there's Marco Field staff that um come as well, so it's it's all yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so it all creates such a lovely environment. We've got a new goalkeeping coach, and we've got a new coach for the under twelves. And they're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. And when I, you know, take a step back, you know, when kids are doing a drill and I, you know, you look at the field and you and you see, it's such a shame that, you know, with COVID-19 that we can't do it at the moment. But, but you know, when I take a step back and look at all the field and I just see every kid enjoying themselves, having fun playing football, it just make, puts a smile on your face because these kids haven't got much opportunities in football and you know the, it's very hard to find the right environment in a football club for these kids and when you stand back and watch them have a smile on their face and join the football you know that's all you want to create really definitely yeah because like would you say like uh, like uh, like how, how long would you say like this um the Mike school council football club's been going now Ooh, i'd say about nearly three years we've been doing it uh, three years yeah. in October, I'd yeah. say. Three years in October, we've been doing it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah we, we love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's even a, a, a like for I know like with the coaches, it's amazing. It's it's, it's it's really good for them, like um, to like 
get experience like even like um like helping t- teach the kids there because there's, there's all like there's um there's, there's, there's um different age groups isn't there like um yeah like we got the we are... younger ones yeah under 12s and under 16 yeah and like there's lots of them coming isn't there like each week as well Oh, I remember um, this season, the first session, because we done a lot of advertising for the first session, we had about 35 kids <laughs> in a total that are mixing under-12s and under-16s. And, you know, we're getting more popular and popular, obviously. After COVID-19, we're going to have to try and recruit those players again. Yeah. And, you know, but we will. You know, it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard times, but we're going to get through it as a club, you know. Definitely, yeah. Like, 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 like in the future, Harry, for the Mike School Council Football Club. What, what, what's like your goals and like um for for the club in the future? Uh, I'd like us to be, you know, playing in uh in in you know regular tournaments, um in the disab- in the um regional disability leagues, whether that's um Suffolk or Essex, um, you know, uh. Just continuing what we're doing, really, and for for the future, I just want this club to be around for as long as possible, really, to create the opportunities for these kids in this area because they absolutely love their football, and you give them the right environment, and they flourish. Definitely, yeah, and I think like especially the coaches that that that, that they love seeing the coaches like just uh, coming around, like checking up on them, and like uh, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, and giving them little advice and everything, you know. It doesn't take much to just go up to a player and go, "Well, try doing this." You know, it's yeah. It they need that. They need that one to one. They they need you know encouragement and not criticism. Yeah. But pointing in the right direction. Definitely, yeah. Like, like, especially, and like, um, like, a, it's a good thing about it. Like, the coach, the coaches can get involved too if there's like, um, like maybe missing playing in a, like in a, a little game stuff like that. Yeah, we like to get involved. We're, um, <laughs> we're too competitive not to stand on the sideline. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we love playing with the kids as well. We have a no-goal rule, so it's like, oh, get to the kids as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, we, you know, it, that's it as well. A lot of coaches will just stand on the sidelines giving, giving orders. We like to get involved and play with the kids, you know. It's, yeah. it's all, all fun for everyone. Yeah, even for the coaches. <laughs> yeah, we get one out as well, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, um, I know like like myself that I don't I've, I've been I've because I've been a coach as well for the Mighty School Council Football Club. I uh, yeah. I, I, I I haven't been for a while due to like um like my Crohn's and stuff like that, which is it's brilliant because um with the Mighty School Council Football Club they are uh, like with you your dad or. Everyone like like understand really well, don't they? Like if um like uh, with their knees, like especially like with my Crohn's, like you guys understand that I might not come every week. Or I might might maybe just come maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah, and that's completely understandable. Like whatever's whatever's you know going on, we're just accepting to that. You know, it's it's like you you have your Crohn's. We understand that you might not be there every week, and it might. You know, I know Crohn's. You, uh, you you suffer with a lot of fatigue. Yeah. And um, you know it. 
we totally understand that. It's like it's the same with kids. It's the same if they've got Crohn's or anything like that. We understand they won't be back every week, and if they've got other other commitments, and you know, if they don't want to come every week, if they want to just come every two weeks, it's we're just so we're just accepting to whatever you want, and you can always come whenever you want to. It's such a welcome, open place. Definitely, yeah. Because, because, like, um, especially, um, like, um, when I was like, um, I, I like, I seen like the the, the like the kit, like the coach's kit, and uh, like the um, the the kids' kit, and it's, 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 I think it's really good as well. Yeah, we've got we've got um, a sponsor now, Anderson's, and they've provided us with some amazing little kits, you know, Joma kits, so they're nice and uh, good quality as well. Um, so it's been. Uh, the club's growing and growing uh, all the time, so it's it's really positive, and you know we're going in the right direction. Definitely, yeah. And uh, like, uh, I'd love to get one of those kits at some point. Like, when when we like um like uh when I fish I come back or we get into coaching again. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. With it, we, yeah. that that will that will happen. You know, after yeah. COVID nineteen and all that, yeah. it's, it's hard to know where we'll be at. You know, but. Yeah. definitely you know it's yeah. it's gonna be great <laughs> like like with COVID-19 Harry like um because I know it can affect like um people's mental health quite a lot and uh, like being in like like how, how would you say it's affecting you I'd say I've had really down moments and I've had you know some up moments lockdown's been quite up and down for me but I've just tried to keep as active as possible to keep my mind you know healthy try and you know um just do some little exercise you know exercise anything you want to do some sometimes if i'm feeling a bit you know uh, i will if i'm feeling a bit down i'll go and just kick the ball about in my garden and if you know you ain't got a garden you know ask your mum or dad that whether you can go to the local field for a bit and have a little kick around you know because it just keeps that mind healthy and it stops you thinking yeah, that is the most important thing to keep your mind healthy and like, and like especially like um, like like with myself being not allowed to go out for twelve weeks and like especially going out for that lovely walk and feeling that breeze across your face is um, it's it's, it's really nice mm. to do that. It it's it's weird with lockdown how much we appreciate the little things now. You know you you know you've been out for a walk and you're like oh my. You know, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, before COVID nineteen, we were thinking, oh, it's just a walk. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, and you know, I think that's what you know. If you can take any positives about COVID nineteen, I think it's t- it's taking the you know, it's appreciating the little things we have in life now. You know, the little the little things a bit more. You know, um, I went, I said that I um went out um yesterday with my mum and she saw our friends and we we're socially distanced and and that but like just talking to to you know someone it makes you know it gives you a little lift doesn't it it's like yeah. oh my god i haven't done that in ages you know it, or going to mcdonald's you're like this is weird <laughs> yeah. yeah because it's all like um like a lot with the restrictions there are like um they're, they're opening more stuff now aren't they yeah they are we're you know, it's 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 hard to tell whether that 
all be a positive or a negative that we're opening yeah. loads of stuff, you know. It's, yeah. But I think if you're definitely vulnerable, you should always keep shielding. Um, definitely. Or definitely socially distance. Do things socially distanced as much as possible. Like I say two metres, if, you know, I had to shield, I'd be keeping five metres away. You know, it's... Definitely. Like no, a, like, yeah, like, like I know myself, like like current days, like the people who are shielding, um, can actually see six people now in um in so, with social um keeping the meters apart. But for me, um, I'm I'm not going to take that risk. Uh, if I was to meet up anyone, it would definitely wouldn't be up to six people. So, you know, maybe one, maybe start. No, it, and it's hard to so, uh, socially distance six people is quite hard. Definitely, yeah. It, it should definitely be like two people or one person I think it shouldn't be six people it's like oh that person's really vulnerable but we're going to scram loads of six people yeah. you know socially distanced though but definitely who's to say people will socially distance because the thing is you don't actually know like the six people you meet um, who who they've met who they've had close contact with so you don't you don't that know you, you don't know it's 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 definitely keep as safe as possible. And sometimes if you don't agree with certain guidelines, you make your own guidelines and you keep yourself safe. Yeah, definitely. And it can be actually quite hard, like um like seeing your other friends you can meet up with people. Um, like seeing them meeting up on meetups and where you you can't really take that risk. You can't you can't, I'd say it's best to keep yourself as safe as possible and you know, if you think if you know if you are vulnerable, you do need to keep safe. Definitely, yeah. So, um, like Harry, is there like just to finish off? Is there like anything else you want to say? Like involved, like autism, the Mike School Council Football Club, Mike School Council. I'd just like to um, say with all with autism, my final bit. You know, you are who you are, and who you are is is amazing. I never let anyone tell you never let anyone tell you different really it's just who you are is amazing you are who you are you are the person you are but that person is amazing and don't let anyone tell you different definitely yeah like just keep believing about who you are and be like happy maybe to have autism and and just like embrace it definitely embrace embrace autism you know it's it's like i say autism is a superpower Definitely, it's, it's one of the best. <laughs> it is one of the best, definitely. Yeah. So, um, Harry, it's been awesome speaking to you, and um, I think um, if you like um continue um like uh promoting like the Mike School Council Football Club and and like with your um open speaking about like autism and involvement around mm-hmm. the Mike School Council, if you continue doing that, because I think you're doing really good work. Oh, thank you, mate. And you're doing an amazing job of this podcast. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed you. being on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it, it's really nice to talk to you, Harry, and um, you stay safe. You too, mate. Um, thank you.